Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. There's a theme throughout Hebrews. You may have noticed it. The work of the high priest under the Old Covenant was incomplete. It had to be repeated year after year. But over and over again, the writer of Hebrews emphasizes Jesus' high priestly work and sacrifice are perfect and lasting. Today on Drawing Near, this final point is clarified. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 10 and study, One Sacrifice for Sins Forever. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we come before you today, we are grateful for your work in our lives in bringing forgiveness of sin and salvation. We thank you that what Jesus Christ has done has been done perfectly and permanently. But we also thank you, Father, that our faith in you is also permanent. You save us, you secure us. And Lord, we thank you for your great many precious promises. The fact that we get to spend eternity with you in heaven is a blessing. But Father, the fact that we get to serve you here on earth day by day is also a blessing and a privilege. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin our study by reading Hebrews chapter 10, verse 11. It says, And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, from that time waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. This gives us a great contrast, and it sums up in an important way everything that we've been dealing with for the last several studies. All of the priests, they ministered daily, they offered sacrifices daily and annually, and all of their work could never take away sins. It could simply cover the sins temporarily. That's why the sacrifices had to be made over and over again. But verse 12 tells us, But this man, the Lord Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, and that sacrifice was himself. Remember, Jesus is the great high priest, and he is the great sacrifice for sins. He is both. That cannot be said about anyone else ever at any time. Jesus is the high priest who offered himself for our sins. And remember, he didn't have to offer himself for his own sins. He had no sin. And that was different than the high priest in the Old Covenant who had sin and had to atone for their sins and the sins of the people. But after Jesus had made one sacrifice for sins forever, he sat down at the right hand of God. He ascended into heaven. He sat at the right hand of God, and we're told in Scripture that he makes intercession. He prays for us there. In verse 13, it says this, From that time, from the time Jesus sat down at the right hand of the Father, he has been waiting until his enemies are made his footstool. Jesus Christ is coming again, and he's coming to gain complete and utter victory, not only over our sins, but over all sins. Now, our sins he has victory over because he atoned for them, and through faith in Jesus Christ, we receive that forgiveness of sin. 
but he still has to deal with the sins of the unbelieving rebellious world, and that of the Antichrist, and that of the fallen angels. And he's going to do that. It is promised in Scripture that all of his enemies are going to be made his footstool. He's going to have them under his feet. He is going to be victorious and superior to them. In verse 14, we're told, For by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. I think we don't understand the importance of that statement. The reason why I don't think we understand it is because even the writer of Hebrews says it over and over and over again. And in doing this, he's emphasizing the fact that it's hard to understand, that it's hard to truly appreciate that through one offering. Remember, as a Gentile, I do not understand the sacrificial system. I do not understand the vividness and the grotesqueness of sacrificing thousands and thousands of animals over and over and over again. All of the gore, all of the repetition. But Jesus offered himself one time, for by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. There is no more need for any sacrifice, any payment for my sins, because Jesus has paid it all. And no doubt many of you will remember that hymn, right? Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. My sins had left a crimson stain. He washed them white as snow. I am justified and I am being sanctified before God. In verse 15, it goes on and says, but the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. That one phrase is amazing to me. The Holy Spirit bears witness to us. In what way? Well, he indwells us as believers, and he works in our hearts, convincing us of the truth, convicting us of the truth, and bringing these things to our mind. He is our seal and guarantee of eternal salvation, and just his presence is witness to us of all Jesus did, and that his offering has perfected us as we are being sanctified. But the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us. For after he had said before, in verse 16, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. What is that covenant? What is the covenant he makes after those days? He says this, I will put my laws into their hearts and into their minds. I will write them. How is God going to do that? How is God going to put his laws in our hearts and in our minds? Through the Holy Spirit. He has had the Holy Spirit indwell us with his laws, with his truth, and they are in us, in our hearts and in our minds, through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. So in this passage so far, we see Jesus' perfect and complete sacrifice and the indwelling Holy Spirit as a seal and guarantee of that promise that we are saved from our sins, as well as the confirmation of the prophecy of God that these things would be written on our hearts. You have these truths in your heart if you were saved, because the Holy Spirit embodies them in your life. In verse 17, it says, Then he adds, Their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. When Jesus dies on the cross, perfecting us who are being sanctified forever, the Holy Spirit indwells us, sealing us as the followers of Jesus Christ. God makes this promise. 
that he will remember our sins and our lawless deeds no more. It's not that God has a bad memory, but God chooses not to hold these things to our account. When Jesus died on the cross, he said, it is finished. Literally, the debt has been paid in full. And since Jesus paid the debt in full, there remains not even the smallest bit of that debt for me to pay. God chooses to remember my sins, my lawless deeds, no more. We're told in the Old Testament, he casts our sins as far as the east is from the west. He throws them into the depths of the sea and remembers them no more. Praise the Lord. Now, verse 18, now where there is remission of these, remission of sin, there is no longer an offering for sin. In other words, since Jesus Christ has removed our sin, there is no need for any more sacrifices for sin. There is no need for anyone to make payment for sin once they trust in Jesus Christ. That's important for us because after this passage of Scripture that we're looking at today, we are challenged to respond to these truths. And we'll look at that, Lord willing, in our next study. Father, we pray that you would help us to understand the blessedness and the glory of these words, how you have for all eternity blotted out our sins through Jesus Christ's blood. We thank you, Father, for the faith that you have brought about in our hearts that we could trust in Jesus Christ and follow him. Help us, Father, to appreciate this great gift of salvation, because being perfected forever doesn't just mean being perfected forever in this life, but for all eternity. We do not need to pay in eternity for our sin. Thank you, Father, for this great gift of grace and mercy. And Father, thank you for your Son. We ask, Father, that you would help us to worship you the way you deserve to be worshipped and serve you faithfully. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.